guys, we're back. Hi. This is Hi, everybody. We're back. So we're um, going to be talking about The Other Way, the episode that actually aired tonight. I haven't watched The Family Chantel yet. So once we get to through The Other Way tonight and we post the podcast, I'm going to start watching The Family Chantel. Um, thanks for staying up late with us. What's up, Jamal? Kara and Didi will join us soon. TJ, hello, Pineapple. Be the Soulful Aries. I like that name. Very pretty. So yeah, we're going to talk about episode 20 of The Other Way. We saw somebody get married. Um, so we're going to talk about that and the, the stuff that happened at the wedding because... Apparently their wedding was cursed, so we're gonna talk about that too. Oh, I just posted Pineapple the first recap. Um, it's on my page if you missed it. We were talking about the 90 Day Fiance OG episode that happened last night. Um, what's up, Jamal? All is good, all is good. Hope you are doing well. Um, happy Thanksgiving this week. Um, yeah, hopefully you, you and your mom come out and see us in Florida soon. Be nice. Yeah, oh, it'll be on Spotify later tonight. It's not on Spotify yet, but yeah, it'll be on Spotify and um, Amazon Music and Apple Music later tonight. Pris Pix is here. I It took me like weeks to get your name right, but I got it right. Um, Oh, here's... <clears throat> Car, where you at? So... Hello from Oregon. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Hi. So, this episode of The Other Way, um, I don't know where I want to start. I'm trying to figure out where Cara's at. We, we were just here. Cara, where are you? <laughs> yeah, we were just texting, so she might be grabbing uh, something to drink. Oh, okay, okay. She sent me a post, but I couldn't see it. Whoever it was from has me blocked because it said page unavailable. It's funny how many people block me because I don't even be blocking people like that. I don't know why I get like on people's nerves so much. I don't even know. It's weird. But um, we're going to get into this episode. But I kind of want to start out with Wayne and Holly because at this point, I, I, didn't, I was trying to wait on Kara. But at this point, Holly is try trying to get Wayne to move back to the U.S. Okay, so... My, um, wait, you just texted me. Wait, Car or Didi, where'd you go? Wait, me? I'm an a-hole sometimes? Wait, I'm surprised by that. I didn't know that. Wow, I just learned something new. Okay, so I think Dee Dee is frozen. Okay, I got oh. you back. I was like, where did you go? Oh, there you are. So, um, yeah, so Kara, you're here now. Can you hear I'm, me? I can okay, hear you. Okay, good. So we were going to talk about Holly and Wayne first. I think George is too nice. Thank you. Someone thinks I'm an a-hole. I don't know. I could be. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Wait. But um, Me and Dee Dee are the a-holes. <laughs> I know, right? I try to be nice. I was like, I went to Christian school, so I try to be really nice, you know? I think TJ, oh, but by the way, guys, I think TJ was just, just joking. I don't think she, she said she was kidding. I'm just picking on her. But um, 
Holly wants Wayne to move back to the United States with her. And it, it, this whole story gives me Ariella vibes. You guys remember Ariella pretended like she was going to move to Africa in Nigeria, I believe, with Benium. She pretended like everything was cool. And then she had already secretly filed his K-1 visa paperwork and, and forged his signature on it. This is alleged. I can't prove that. But he didn't know that the paperwork was already filed. She had absolutely no intentions whatsoever of staying in Africa with him. Yeah. It was always part of her plan to bring him back. She just didn't tell him. And I feel like that's kind of what's happening with Holly and Wayne. I feel like Holly knew before she left the U.S. she wasn't going to permanently live in South Africa. She was just going to go give it the college try and say, well, I attempted it. It didn't work. So now we have to come back to make me happy. And I kind of feel like she's throwing a temper tantrum and she's kind of forcing Wayne, like, well, if you love me, you would move with me. And I'm like, well, no, he because even he said he's like, I would have never married you if I knew that you were going to try to remove me from where I live and where I work and how his livelihood is. And it's like, from the outside looking in, people are like, oh, well, he could make probably more money in the US. He could have better opportunities. But you don't understand what it's like for someone who has no intentions of wanting to leave their home country to be told that they have to leave their home yeah. country. Like a lot of people look at it like, well, you should want to come to the US. Well, the US isn't all that, first of all. But second of all, their exactly. the world, his dad, his family, his livelihood, his job, everything that he knows is there. And he only entered into this relationship because they mutually decided that she was going to come and stay with him. And I don't like the way she's kind of blackmailing him yeah. into leaving. Because she's like, well, if you love me, you would do this for me. And I tried and I don't like it. And if we were going to work. And I don't know. I feel like it's kind of blackmail to me. Like, I feel like that's how she's treating him. Just because he's a plumber over there with an established business, he doesn't get to just take all of his stuff and his plumbing license and automatically be a plumber here in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. That's not how that that's, it's a whole different thing. Well, so. yeah. He, he, uh, I actually heard people say that you could be a doctor in a different, especially a third world country, then you come to the U.S. and they won't even allow you to practice medicine. Absolutely. Because the mm -hmm. education and the licenses don't transfer. So yeah. there's people who are literally doctors in other countries and then move here and they have to go to school just to be a nurse here. Yeah. So they literally have to sacrifice. In their country, they were licensed and making decent money and we're able to do that. And then when you come here, our standards are not the same. And then they have to go to school just to become a nurse and they were already practicing as a doctor. So she looks at it as, oh, well, you're a plumber. Plumbers make good money in America. Yeah, there's also a lot of plumbers, yeah. okay? Like when you Google plumber in my area, you can pick from anybody you want to pick. There's a lot, okay? So, and maybe his license and his um, certificate of what he has, he would have to start over. Because, you know, you have to come and get your certificate and your license and everything. And I think it's specific to the state you live in. Like, if in you... The first three months he's here, he can't even do shit. I know. Yeah, once you get here, you can't work. I think you can go to school, but that is it. You can't do anything else. You can't even... Because I was like, you can't even get an apartment because you don't even have a social security number or a tax ID number yet. You can't do yeah. nothing. You're literally somebody's kid, basically. Yeah. Like, you have to be chaperoned. You by, can't do anything. By Holly, nonetheless. Can you imagine being First of all, somebody needs to be chaperoning Holly at all Can times. <laughs> imagine being chaperoned by somebody in a freaking mermaid tail. <laughs> I can't with this lady. I, I want to be nice, but Holly I ain't, is I ain't no being no nice about that one. No. I just, I don't like the way that she's blackmailing him. 
and she's because it's like her way or my her way or the highway which a lot of women do ariella did the same crap and you know you know how i feel about ariella you know i don't like the way she did benny i don't like the way she treated him or his family and i just feel like holly came over there and she's like well yeah this is your life this is the way you live this is what you're accustomed to but i don't like it so you have to change from yeah and i just i don't like that i feel like she didn't even try like she's like oh well i tried i compromised i did it I gave it a shot. I don't feel like she did. From the moment she got there, when she got off the plane, she was complaining. She never gave it a shot. There's a difference between trying something and giving it a shot. She got on the plane and she went. She didn't. She didn't give it a shot. Yep. She knew that it was never gonna work because before she even left the U.S., she's like, "It's dangerous. Yep. It's dangerous. I don't feel safe." And that that's been her whole situation. And since she's been there, curiosity. Do you think anything has happened safety-wise? Because she kept saying that she felt unsafe. She didn't mention like any break-ins or any like issues. I, I didn't hear anything. So I just think she just don't like it. It's fine. She's got a mermaid tail and she can paint furniture. She'll be fine. Yeah. And then and how she keeps throwing the, 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 guilty, the guilt trip saying that she gave up everything to be over there with him. Yeah. I mean... I mean, let's be real. She doesn't have contact with her same dealer anymore. <laughs> I mean, no. And you know what? I don't know what all is available over there. Like, maybe it's just really difficult to source certain things. Yeah. And that could be the issue. Because, you know, it varies by where. I mean, in America, it's even that way. You can't get everything everywhere. Some areas, it's easier to get than others. So maybe in South Africa, what she's looking for is not even around. You know, and that would be a real good reason or she's got to pack up her stuff and go, right? You got to go to um, where the stuff I, is. I don't know. I mean, the woman took off running in the dark. There yeah. was nobody. Even in, I mean, he was sitting on the bench. Like, who is she running from? Her shadow? <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I saw that. And I was like, the funniest thing in the world if she falls. Yeah. And I'm not mean. I'm not mean. I'm not. And if she I'm out her wedding dress because her veil got caught in the spinning yeah. go around. I mean, yeah, that's what that's what happened. She wasn't hammered at all. She wasn't no. hammered. That's it wasn't. What it wasn't the alcohol and it yeah. wasn't the drugs. She wasn't um, hammered yeah. at all. That's no. exactly what happened. The door moved in front of her foot. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. That's that's what happened. It came out of the floor, moved up four feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like. Wayne should stay where he's at because people like Holly are so used to getting their way and they're spoiled little brats. And I feel like people have to stop giving them what they demand. Yep. You can't just demand things out of people. You can ask someone to do something for you. You can ask somebody to, oh wait, Donna says that they have that in South Africa. They have what she's looking for. See, I didn't know that. So maybe it's more oh, expensive sure there. All kinds of drugs over there. It's you would think it's easier to get over there than over here, right? I mean, I don't know how easy it is to get here. I don't know how easy it is to get over there. But if she's already here and has an established person that she goes to, she would actually have to go out and meet someone. And also, yeah. I don't know how, how drug addicts do it. Do you just go up to somebody that you don't know and be like, hey, I was just wondering. Well, that's, that's what they do in movies. You ever notice they'll like walk up to somebody in a party and be like, can I buy something from you? And then the person would be like, yeah, but okay. you should, like, okay, if I, I was a drug addict and I was in South Africa, 
I would definitely walk up to Holly and Wayne both and ask if I could buy something. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell yeah. some people. Yeah. I yeah. You're not far off, right? You're not far off. I can. How it is here. There's people walking around all over the place that you're like, damn. <laughs> so I'm sure you could probably buy from them too. Yeah. They're not yeah. hard to find. No. Oh, you're right they're not so i want to talk about because i got confused on this episode y'all probably gonna laugh at me so kenny and armando were out to do their dna deed for the baby confused. as soon as i heard milkshake i was like yeah you knew you yeah and i'm very freaking confused because what so because it's russian roulette yeah essentially yeah it's kenny's sperm and armando's sperm they put it in a jar they mix it up they fertilize the egg. Whose baby will it be? We'll know in nine months. So Russian roulette with your kid's biological father? Is that what I'm hearing? Be one or the other. It can't be. But fun. I thought in the beginning, yeah. Armando was like, I want it to be Kenny's baby. It was. That's the way. That's It's been like that up until tonight's scene. Yes. And then now they're doing a Russian roulette. So... That's weird. And the fact that, well, when they said they were mixing it all together, I, I was just very confused because I was just like, because I was like, one swimmer fertilizes one egg. So mixing it together makes no sense. But I guess it's kind of like a gender reveal, like for but it's insemination. A, it's a parental, re, a parental reveal. Like, right, right. Who's, not gender. Yeah, you're right. And what, parental, I mean, and what would be funny if she got pregnant with twins and one is biologically Armando's and the other one is biologically Kenny's. That would be awesome. I think you have to pay more for that, right? Or is it <laughs> or is it possible to just get No, pregnant? when you doing what when you doing what they're doing, you can get pregnant with multiple babies. Yep. They they yeah, at at one time. That's yep. scary. Can you imagine going from like no kids to four kids like that's super I've heard scary. a lot of people that have twins and they're two different dads. Really? Yeah. I mm -hmm. think, wait, you know what? I heard something about this on Mari. <laughs> I, I do remember Mari doing a DNA on twins and it one was the dad, one was, the guy was the dad of one, but and not the other. And it, was the father of the other? Yes. Angela, it blew my mind. Angela D. Was the father of the other? <laughs> Angela, yeah, absolutely was Angela. So, I I'm happy for them. And did you hear that they said within two and a half weeks they'll know if the, the surrogate's pregnant? It's really fast, right? Yeah. And this stuff blows my mind because the fact that they can inseminate someone and do this, and it's like science, you know, and science is is hard to fathom. So they're gonna be moving to Mexico City, and they're going to be having... So how does that work? Because is the surrogate going to be living with them? Like, how does that work? Because, like, what if the surrogate doesn't live near you? You would want to keep your eye on the person, right? Yeah. So I'm they would sure. need to move her to them, right? I'm sure all of this is happening wherever they live. Yeah, because, like, like, if I had a surrogate and they're carrying my baby around and I don't know where they are, I'd be nervous that I'll never find them, right? Like, you call their number and it's disconnected. You know, like, I'll be really nervous. Like, where you up with it? Because is that kidnapping? Like, can, <laughs> can it be kidnapping if the baby's not born yet? Yes. See, I have all these questions. Yeah. Her whole mind. Yep. Yep. 
That is very much kidnapping. Yeah, because, like even though the baby's not born, it's she's signing a contract. She's under legal obligation to carry this baby for these people. This is their baby, not hers. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I'm interested in knowing who's the baby daddy. Well, they're both daddies, but who's the biological baby daddy? Because this milkshake thing, when they did it, I was tweeting up the storm. I was like, what does this mean? Why are they doing this? Oh, and then somebody tweeted, they were like, why did they put them in separate rooms? If they were just gonna mix everything together, couldn't they have just done it together? I don't know science. Because but like, it probably like, wouldn't have wound up in the cup like it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, that, this episode blew my mind because I was just like, wait, they doing what now? All right, so I want to talk about um, Sarper. Wait, is it Sarper I want to talk about? We got a lot to talk about about Sarper. Yeah. I don't know if I want to talk about that. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, Danielle, well, no, let's not go there either. Let's talk about the wedding. So, um, Brandon and Mary, they got married. I mean, Mary was really skeptical about marrying Brandon, which is understandable, but I looked at it like this somebody's willing to marry Mary, you should just roll with it. Yeah, because she's not I somebody that I, like everybody would want to put up with on a regular basis. Or, but Brandon was ready to marry her. And I mean, you're already knocked up. So I'm not saying yeah. you got to marry the person you're knocked up with, but it would be pretty convenient if you did. Yeah. Right? Because you're already... The baby, you had the baby biological daddy there. <laughs> yeah. There, there was a lot of people there, right? And I was looking through the crowd like... Both I wonder how, Right? Like, I wonder how many of these people she's banged. Right? That was like all the first of, thing I was thinking. All of them. They probably, and Brandon said... Her baby is... I mean... I'm not picking on the baby. I love me some babies. I just, I'm just picking on Mary, okay? So don't think I'm picking on the baby because I'm not, okay? I love me some babies. But that poor baby is, she's probably a Russian roulette baby. Yep. Just saying. That, yeah. that was the world worst, worst chocolate vanilla swirl milkshake you have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, so I wanted to say that I'm sorry. Brandon's mom. No, you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, don't don't apologize. So we, we don't have to pretend here. Um, so Brandon's mom was trying to be encouraging and she was trying to be accepting for um Brandon on his for the wedding. And I thought it was a nice step because we know how she really feels. And I have like my face is usually disapproving even when I'm trying to be supportive. So I like that she was taking that initiative for him because, you know, she's never really done that in his life. So it was more of a principle for her to be supportive of this. Obviously, he shouldn't marry this whack job. But like, yeah. as a which, which um, they're not accustomed, what Brandon isn't accustomed to having, I felt like she did, she did a good job of being a supportive mom because a lot of times as a parent, you have to become supportive of your children, even when they're doing something that you think is stupid, dumb, waste of time, not a good idea. It's more so about you just being there because you know it's going to blow up in their face. It's more so that you're there for them before and after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she's making good strides. I just wish she could have did it way earlier in life, right? Like way earlier when these kids really, really needed her. This is who they needed. And it's like, it's never... She should have done it 
before she became friends with Holly. <laughs> yes, she should have. And these kids needed her back then. And it's like, it's never too late to be a good person and a good mom. But I was just like, damn, you could have did this like 10 years ago. This would have, you wouldn't even be in the Philippines right now yeah. with him and his new wife and, or his baby mama. Like you could have fixed all this a decade ago if you would have just did the shit that you were supposed to do when yeah. you were supposed to do it, right? Like I'm just looking at all of the things that offset these yeah. events and I'm like, you did this. Like all of the shit that you did, you got him. He's all the way in the Philippines. Like this is like a clear representation of transparency of her actions. He's literally legit living in the Philippines marrying a Philippine old girl who is a whack job. Yeah. And okay, so let's let's talk about the plagues. So whenever something happens on earth, the heavens send down the plagues to tell us stop doing it. So Brandon and Mary's wedding was being objected by the heavens. Not and they, sent, <laughs> they sent these big ass bugs to literally attack them. And I I think I probably would have had a heart attack. Like y'all know I don't do bugs, right? Like, I yeah. don't do spiders, I don't do bugs, I don't do snakes. I don't do that shit. So I probably would have had a heart attack. Those, there were, there were flying in their mouth. They were everywhere. And I was just was thinking. anybody else hoping that they were a mosquito-bee hybrid? <laughs> oh, you. Yeah. Wait, those have a name. Remember, they were like killer. Back in the day, they were killer. The murder hornets? Murder hornets, yes, murder hornets. I remember those. They were legit hornets that could kill you. That's what I, That's, I mean. I was hoping that they would at least sting them a lot. Well, I think back in the day, the plagues didn't actually kill anyone, right? I don't think they did. I don't think so. I, there were seven of them. I think it was like locusts, frogs. I haven't, I haven't went to church in a long time, guys. There was like seven of them, but I, it just reminded me, I was like, whenever you're doing something really, really bad, the weather, bugs, a hurricane, a tornado, a flood, these things are usually what God sends down to say, hey, stop doing that, that's dumb. That, yeah. Don't do that, don't, that's a horrible idea. And I, I thought it was really ironic that that happened on their wedding day, because remember, um, what's her name? Katie and Alejandro got married and literally a, Five seconds after they finished the ceremony, there was like this massive storm. There, every the tent blew up. Like the tent got picked up in the air. The food went over, and I was like, "And now look at them. They're divorced yep. and hate each other." And I was like, "You have to listen to the signs. Don't get married, right? Like, don't if some if something horrible goes wrong on your wedding day, go and get that annulment and call it a day. You dodged a bullet. Did anybody? You dodged a bullet. Catch Mary's statement at the end when she said. I'm so happy because there's no divorce in the Philippines. So now he has no way to leave me. I did yeah, hear that. that. I did hear that. So what does that mean? There's no divorce in the Philippines. Like they legit, don't believe in divorce. You can still do it, right? I don't know. We got to look into that because I don't know. But I'd be like, like I'm out then. Well, right. He he can leave if he wants because he's not a Filipino, right? Like I feel like. Well, I don't know, but he does live there. If he becomes a citizen, I mean, you do have to abide by the laws of where you live, I guess, right? I mean, you can't just be, because, you know, Angela, Angela used to be like, I'm an American, I'm exempt. And I'm like, well, if you're in another country. Divorce is illegal in the Philippines. Illegal? Like, like a crime? Like a crime. So, divorce is so like, you can go to jail. They can live completely separate lives from their spouses after splitting up.
for reasons like abuse and incompatibility, but divorce remains illegal. So that means you can never get remarried. That means you can never get divorced. But they said you could live separately. You can live but what separately, if you, but, but you can't get divorced. Holy crap. And that's I wonder if Brandon stack up with anybody you want to, you just can't get divorced. Right. Exactly. That's crazy. I wonder if Brandon knows uh, that. Obviously not. Yeah. Because clearly he's not gonna stay with her forever. I mean mom he researched that. No. Oh, I think it's sad that people don't be Googling these things. Yeah. You gotta know what you're getting into. He's entering into a lifelong situation. I mean, I guess he could flee the country. Because he has dual dual citizenship right like i feel like just because he could have a green card over there doesn't mean his citizenship is voided over here he could just yeah. hop on a plane and leave but there's a baby though well somebody's yeah baby. but i mean i mean when it's not your baby it well right matter. if it's not your baby you could kind of just leave yeah. but I, he man i didn't realize that i didn't either divorce was illegal that's i don't even know what to think that's about. crazy that's crazy it's funny because we've had other people on cast members from the Philippines and I've never heard anyone bring that up before. Like no one ever said that divorce was illegal. Nope. <laughs> this says note to Pris, don't marry in the Philippines. Note to everyone, don't get married in the Philippines because you're married forever. And forever is a very scary word for me. Yeah. Right? Like that's a very scary word for me. I love lots of things, but nothing that I want in my life forever. Most people marry forever, but most people know that there's the option of divorce if shit gets real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly how I feel. And that's and, and not only just the option of divorce, if you're smart and did a prenup, you can even save what happens after your divorce so your life isn't completely torn apart. Like in America, you do have options before, after, during, or if it doesn't work out. Because, like, and if you're smart and you, you follow the proper procedures, your life can move forward in a pretty decent way yeah. if yeah. you take the right precautions. But, because, like, wait, if you're married, but you're living a completely separate life, what if, do you have to give your wife or husband money? Because y'all are still married. I don't know. I, I have all these, these questions now. Oh, man. Yep. Okay. So, we're going to talk, talk about, um, yeah, we talked talked about the the freaking bugs all right so i want to talk about sarper tonight sarper tonight showed us some real f-boy tendencies you know he i think what bothered me was he wanted to control whether or not shekinah could decide about having another child he's like you're just so closed-minded you just don't want to listen to me and I'm like it's not that she doesn't want to listen to you she just doesn't want to have a child at her age which is completely fine I mean I don't care if a woman is 20 if she doesn't want to have a child it's her body and it's her uterus and if she don't want nothing in there mind your damn business like I feel like he was so bothered by the fact that he couldn't control her and I think that's what irritated me because I think he looks at women as objects. Yep. He doesn't look at them as people who can make their own decisions. He doesn't look at them as people who can decide against him. He looks at them as people who he can control and get to do what he wants. And I just hated that. And the way that he talked to her. And it's funny because she finally said, she's like, I can see what everyone was trying to say to me 
about you and how you're a piece of shit and how you're an a-hole and how you're a douchebag. And, she, and he was like, cool, I can forget you in two days. And I was like, see, this is exactly why he's been with 2,500 women. No woman he has can not do it. But 2,500 women, he's such a lion piece of shit. <laughs> I cannot stand this guy. He's so full of shit. He's so full of himself. He's so full of shit. He is just a piece of shit. It pains me to watch them. Like, it pains as me. As soon as she walks out the door with her suitcase, he's going to have one of his little um, hoes in the bed with him. I mean, Whoa. two days, give it two seconds. He'll be done forgot about well, her. Well, that statement made it painfully obvious that it hasn't really been 79 or 81 days. He's been banging women the whole time she wasn't yep. there. Because when he says, I can have somebody here, I can forget about you like you never been. I was like, so he's been banging women his whole time. Yeah. And I feel like he's never been faithful to anyone. And I, I hate to say this, but I feel like her denying him a child is karma for him denying his first child knowing who he is and knowing who their father is. This is karma. It's a full circle thing. People really think that you can do something and nothing is ever going to come back in consequence in return. This world spins around in a circle. Karma also spins around a circle. It might take a, a little bit of time to get to you, but your day is coming. And I feel like I, I hate to be this way, but I loved seeing him struggle with the fact that he's never going to have a child. Because I was like, you do have a child. Yeah. And you have every option to know that child. I was like, you didn't have to reach out to her. You could have just kept the email and kept it in your email and, and or wrote it down or whatever, I guess you can't screenshot shit, man. Like, you didn't have to delete it. You didn't want any open communication because I've said this a million times. I was like, my mom and dad divorced when I was three. They hated each other. They couldn't be in the same room until I was in my teens, but my mom could pick up the phone and call my dad if she needed him yep. and vice versa. And if I had to go to the doctor and she needed medical, whatever, they, there was always a line of open communication. They hated each other, okay? They wanted nothing to do with each other. Whenever they would show up to events for me, they my graduation, my dad sat on one side of the church, my mom sat on the other. Okay, like they wanted nothing, but they still had open communication. He wanted nothing to do with this child. So when Shekinah was like, yeah, if you want a child, it's not going to be with me. I was like, this is what karma looks like. This is her. She is there standing in front of you telling you, hey, shithead, you don't get to have a second kid because you didn't want the first one. Now I'm just waiting for Carmen to bitch slap this guy. Like him, when he's pulling her shit out of that suitcase as she's packing it, man, I'd have knocked him so flat on his ass right then and there, it would have been done. I know that's right. This guy, he is such a waste of air. He is. Yes. He is with his little, I don't know, he's plastic yeah. or something. I don't know. He's just so, mm. I don't. I don't typically hate people, but I can't stand this man. I, like, really? I really can't. I, I hate this guy almost <laughs> as much as I hate Danielle. <laughs> that, that's a lot, by the yeah. way. Because you've made it very clear that there aren't many people in the world you dislike more than her. So that, that says a lot. That's correct. But his actions, it's not just his actions towards women. It's just his actions in general. He's just a shitty human being, yeah. right? Like, I don't know any other way to put it. The way that he yeah. treats people in general, not just women, people. The yeah. way that he devalues people really gets under my skin. And it's like, you know, people, 
I, I have people that I really love. Then I have people that are just like, eh. Then there's people like Sarper, right? There's people like, I'm just like, oh man, I don't ever. Scott, your turn is tomorrow. I'll rip you a new one tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scott. I don't know, Scott. I haven't watched the episode yet. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get back to you on that. I'm sure I'm team Scott on this one. Yeah, I know. Right. Like I'm, I'm going to be team Scott. I was team Scott actually on Love and Paradise too. So I don't think it's going to change. I will never be team Lydia. Well, right. Ever, ever, ever. She's right up there with Danielle and Sarper. Well, yeah. All right. So, like you said, next week we're going to see um, Shekinah pack her stuff and try to head back home to L.A. Sarper's going to supposedly beg her, but then tell her to kick rocks. So, we're going to watch that. But I want to talk about the scene that we have earned years in the making. Um, Danielle dressed as an elf. Johan dressed as Santa Claus and they were out giving presents to the needy children in the neighborhood, which I thought was really ironic because isn't Danielle needy too? But that's yeah. that's off subject. That's off subject. But I thought that was really ironic. So they have decided that they no longer want to be together and it got really petty, right? Because yeah. Danielle told Johan that he couldn't take any of his clothing that she purchased. And I'm like, Danielle, what are you gonna do with men's clothing size 700 feet tall? Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do with his stuff? Are you gonna wear it? Are you gonna use it as a blanket? Like, it was super petty. So her logic was, if I bought it, it's mine, which is the whole reason why you have to go to court for a divorce, because that's not how any of this works. Right, like, that's not how any of this works. So Johan adopted the logic and was like, well, I bought this dog. So your logic is if, you bought it it's yours so if i bought it it's mine and then she flips the hell out she freaks out she's like you're not a human being and i was like so and you it get says you can take all of this but don't take the hats those are mine bitch i have never seen you put a la no. hat on your top ramen hair never. ever 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 i don't think that the only thing that she has on her head this is that fake wig she got i don't know who in the hell told her that she looks good with that wig angela. but she needs to take it angela that's who <laughs> angela y'all are mean <laughs> i hate her <laughs> oh, oh my god they said i can't that ramen Harper told her she looked good that's who so how do you guys feel about Danielle deciding what Johan can and can't have for things that she bought him. Hot in here. <laughs> I'm hot now. <laughs> I just want to get. I want to get to the bottom of because she said that she dehumanized him. She said you're not human yeah. because you would take my dog. And I was thinking back, and I'm like, of all the things that you've done to this man, wouldn't you be? Un Unhuman, you lied. First of all, you lied to him so he would marry you and told him you were going to move him to another country and then didn't. I was like, but you're still human. Then you tell him that he, the clothes that you bought for him, that only he can fit. He's like 100,000 feet tall. Only he can fit those clothes. You can't do anything else with them. He can't have them because you bought them. But, but he's not human. He's evil. He's a horrible person. And it's like, I don't like how she gets to dehumanize Johan after all the shit that she put him through. And all he wanted to do was pack his stuff and leave. And I'm like, this is why people have to go to court for divorce, because this is how petty people get when they want to break up. 
even though it was ne when they were together there was never any question that those clothes were johan's those hats were johan's everything in that closet was his but they love each other the second you stop loving each other now you're like those socks are mine that hat is mine that jacket's mine even though it's not you've never worn it you don't want it okay first of all <clears throat> who's crying in a breakup in a relationship they don't want to be in and says tear-faced let's go deliver these presents to the children <laughs> then this crying elf gets out hands these happy children presents then we get in the car with my gigantic black santa claus and ask him <laughs> what he wants to do next and when he says i want to go home she said he says i don't want to go see my mom in a santa suit takes him home then she throws the fit about you can't take this you can't take that can't take the fucking hangers for crying out loud because i can't afford them they're 10 for a dollar so you gotta leave the hangers then he takes the one thing the one thing that he bought and she chases him in an elf suit this bitch is whack <laughs> this scene was perfection yeah like i um, loved everything about this i feel like we've earned this we've earned watching this relationship in because we've been tortured for years by these two people who clearly hate each other they clearly don't want to be with each other they clearly wish horrible things on each other right and you can tell that if they had the option of pushing the other one in front of a moving bus or vehicle they would I'm, right i would too right i would you know that they would they can't stand each other so i was like this is exactly what we deserve we deserve to watch this in and what better way to do it than them dressed in costumes and literally chasing each other around the house like we're watching some bad christmas movie is all I was I like, was the coconut that's the only thing that was missing was the coconut <laughs> why they weren't kicking those coconuts <laughs> i mean this scene it really it really showed me that danielle really does think she can do anything she wants she yeah. can she's always right she's never done anything wrong and that she's never been the problem in this relationship and that it baffles me because i'm thinking yeah johan is a piece of work right like we've seen the way he acts and the way he wants to be taken care of and how he feels that he should be a kept man but let's be honest Danielle is not innocent, right? Like Danielle has put up just as much crap as he has. And I feel like the way she walks around, like I've given you the world and you should bow to my feet. And I'm like, no, giving him the world, how you, you charge him rent. Yeah. Like he's a tenant, like he's your tenant. You literally ask him for rent money. Like you're the landlord and he's the tenant. And how are you giving me the world? If you give me the world, I feel like I'm not paying you any rent, right? Like giving me the world has, I have expectations of what that is. And it's not me paying half of your bills. That yeah. doesn't make me feel like you gave me the world. You didn't give me shit. You gave me a, a high bill of apartment that I didn't want to live in in the first place. Remember when they were moving in and he said to her, to her face, yep. he said, this is way out of my price range and I can't help you pay for this because this is outrageous. Yep. And guess what? They moved the hell in anyway. So how does she give him anything? He's literally paying half of the rent, which I think is what? $1,500 is what they, isn't that what we came up yeah. with? Yeah, they did it in pesos or whatever, but he's paying half of it. And I can't even imagine how much money that is to him. Like to us, 750 is low in rent, but to him, that's probably two or $3,000, right? And their, their money and how many hours he has to work. 
So I, I totally understand why he's sick of handing this woman money. Why? So she no, didn't live I mean, she lied to him in the beginning. From the beginning, she lied to him. She promised him the world. She promised him. She told him, well, if you marry me, I'm going to get you a green card. You're going to move to New York. We're going to have this marvelous, wonderful life in the United States. That's the only reason why he married her. He didn't marry her because he wanted to. He married her because he's seen an opportunity to get to the United States. That's all he's ever talked about. Yeah. Literally, there would have to be a major opportunity to be with her, period. Because nobody's going to put up with her shit in their right mind. Well, mm -hmm. no. no, and it's, it's funny to me that she didn't realize that she was the sugar mama and the green card holder for him. Because she looked at it like, you should just want to be my husband. And I'm thinking, like, don't nobody want to be your husband. Yeah. People want things well, from you. Nobody wants to be your friend. Right. Like, like, nobody want to be your husband. Like, let's be realistic here. Like, people are lining up to be Daniel's husband. Yeah. Come on now. He saw an opportunity. You gave him the idea that the opportunity was possible. And he proceeded to yep. get into this situation, which he never would have. Trust me, if he thought. If he knew that he was going to be stuck in the DR living with this lady paying half of her bills, Johan would have laughed and moved on to the next American woman who looked at him, right? He would have yeah. never put himself in this situation. And I'm glad that he's getting out because I feel like he feels stuck. He's paying half of the bills for a life that she wanted that he never wanted. Yeah. He never wanted this life. He never wanted to be with her. He never wanted to live in the DR. He never wanted to pay rent. He was living at home with his mom with like 15 other people and he was totally fine. Because yep. you know what? It was free. Yep. It was free. He had he had his shit together and then she went and disrupted his life and then destroyed it. Like his life is so much worse now. And yeah. I think that's why he's so mad. She promised him a better life and now his life is literally a hundred percent worse than it was before he met her. Now he has no money at all and he's paying rent where he was living for free. Like yep. it's literally worse. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> I'm so over them. I'm so over them. Yeah. I, I can't am, wait to I, I hope after this season, we don't got to see them two again. I'm yeah. glad it's over. I've 104 episodes of them. Like, yeah. how yeah. much longer can we stretch this shit out? They've been, you know what it reminds me of? I don't know if you guys watch Sister Wives, but they've been breaking yeah. up for like almost four seasons now. Yeah. It reminds me. It's, it's literally the same thing for me. I'm like, we know that they're not together. How many seasons are y'all going to stretch out right. this breakup? Because I was like, any normal relationship, people break up and you can get that down on one season. Chantel and them did it on one and a half. Like, yeah. there's no reason why we should be on a third spinoff of these people trying to break up. Come on now. Get it together. We know yeah. that they are going to break up. We know that they're not together. Let's film it and get it out of there so we can move on to the next people the next train wreck because this train has left the station it blew yep. up it fell off the track and we are the fire isn't even on anymore the on fire season went out. one right happened. it's oh Here we are. i'm ready for this to be over episodes later still watching them still and i'm trying to figure out why why give us a break we earned a break and so oh so he, he didn't take the dog did you notice when she was slamming the door, she had the dog in his hand, in her hand. What is the deal that she gets to keep the dog? If he bought the dog, he should have kept the dog. I was kind of disappointed in him. I wanted him to take the dog. I'm not trying to say he should have, but that would have been a real, 
little slap in the face for her because he should have snatched that dog and snatched her nasty hair right off her head. <laughs> I you wanted him. Line. I wanted him to hold his ground and take the dog because she's always been walking all over him and she's always treated him like crap. So I wanted her to feel the pain a little bit, yep. right? Like, and that dog is is what makes her happy. Clearly, it wasn't Johan; it was the damn dog. So I was like take the dog even if you give it back a week later just show her like you ruined my whole life so i'm taking the dog for like a couple weeks I would have with it, you know the dog and i would have taken the hangers and that would have been that what was the <laughs> yeah so he wasn't allowed to have anything she bought and he couldn't take the hangers i would have went in and took all the food that i bought i would have taken the dog and i would have taken the hangers and i'd have left the damn clothes but what i don't get is he pays half the rent but when she buys some clothes, those are hers? Apparently. I don't understand how their money is like, how their money is sorted out. Because it's like, if you're paying half the rent, then y'all are doing things together as a team. So if she bought you a jacket, that's your jacket. Because yep. you're splitting the bills. Like, yep. I don't understand how she thinks marriage is like, well, we're married, but my money is my money and your money is my money. And if I bought it for you, it's still mine. Like. How, how does she learn about marriage? Where does she learn that at? Because bitch be crazy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. She is. She she definitely has her own way of thinking and her own rules don't even apply. She made yeah. the rule of if it's if I bought it, it's mine. And then when he adopted her logic, she's like, well, don't take the dog. That's yeah. mine. Like, I'm not going to be his money was her money and her money was her money. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Diva yeah. speaks. She, she had her money his money and apparently everybody else's money because she owes everybody money yep. right so she everybody's money is her money she had the bankruptcy's money yep oh and the and the toll the remember she owed like forty thousand in tolls she has oh, their yeah. money too yeah. how does that happen by, by the way oh, I don't know. oh my right well where i live if you don't pay your tolls you can't renew your registration like for your car so like, how did she? She just didn't drive. Like I don't know. I had I, I, I had questions on that. Doesn't have a car. She rents a freaking car every day. Oh yeah, you don't need registration for a rental car. You're right. So she probably got around that. Cause I was like, where I live, they take a picture of your license plate and then they just mail you a bill. You know, like they. they uh, yeah. Who you asking? <laughs> right. They just mail you a bill. They don't care. Like, and if you want to keep driving, which I don't. I hate driving, but I have to. You got to pay these people their money. You got to pay the man. So every we're gonna, time you go up under them things, it's click, 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 click. I mean, you like seeing them looking in the rear view mirror, and it's like cameras. Yep. yep. I know. Mine taken about a hundred times. <laughs> I I avoid them. I have my GPS in my car set to avoid them. So, I mean, it adds like ten minutes to your trip, but they're crazy here. Like one toll here is like twelve dollars, and you gotta you can't just go. You have to come back. So it's like $25. Like, it's crazy. All right. So we're going to come back tomorrow and we're going to talk about the family Chantel. I haven't watched it yet, I but I'm going to watch it tonight. Me too. And we're going to discuss, this is episode three, right? Episode three of the family Chantel. This was episode 20 of the other way. Next week is episode 21. And next week is not the finale. Right? So the finale of Kimberly and TJ. Yeah, it will be the the finale of Kimberly and TJ. They won't be back, I think, after next week. So thank goodness. So that's a good 
good news. Yeah. We, we're, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Her big screaming temper tantrum that they've been teasing us with all season is next week. She literally screams like a baby because she can't yell at TJ because TJ won't let her yell but at him. You know what? For the first time tonight, when I saw that preview of her screaming, I related with her because I just did that watching Danielle exactly that same way. <laughs> really? I'm screaming? No! Well, well, I get it. When someone is completely wrong and you're no, trying I don't to. Side Kimberly at all. Well, I do not side Kimberly at all. She wants people to listen to her, but her, her way of getting people to listen is to scream yeah. or talk louder. I have, I know people like that. Like, you can have an argument without raising your voice. But some people feel like they, in order to win the argument, you have to be screaming. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's how Kimberly is. Because if other people are allowed to talk, they can prove her wrong. So she right. has to over-talk them because she needs to only get her point across. Everybody else's point is irrelevant. Yep. And that's why Kimberly is single. Wait, is that's she single, by the way? Or is she not single? Oh, she's with the cousin. Oh, yeah. no, she's not single. Somebody explain that. Yeah. Somebody else one in Kimberly. Yeah. Explain that. That's absurd. No, right? Like, we've seen He's every... probably just as wacko as she is. Yeah, yeah that's true. Probably Danielle's brother. <laughs> <laughs> they say um, two crazy people make a good relationship. Isn't that what they say? They get along really well. Yeah. So, alright, so we're gonna come back. Um, oh, and I wanted to tell my co-host something real quick. So, I got this in the mail, right? So, one Juan and Jessica are you married. Yay. And I was like, should we go? Uh, should we make it like a trip and should we go? When is um, it? Um, it's February 3rd. Ooh. It's in Colorado. Oh, let's it's go. It's going to be cold. So she said dress warm because it's an outdoor wedding. So it's going to be crazy. But oh, the It's going to be snowy. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. she said that. So I don't know. I was gonna talk to you guys, and I was like, maybe we should make it a thing, and we all go together. That would be so yeah. fun. Yeah, I I'm love. You I gonna... love, 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 love them. So I, I was. Yeah. I'm like, I think we might have to make a trip to California, and then we can, we can shoot some stuff with them at the wedding and stuff. It'll be fun. So, all right, guys, we're gonna be back tomorrow to talk about the family Chantel, the third episode. There's only three more after tomorrow, so we're this is wrapping up yep. fast and yes. um then we'll be back sunday to talk about nine day fiance the lg season thank you for joining us and staying up late it's like 11 it's almost midnight here thanks for staying up late with us tonight um everybody follow my co-host Cara and Didi. they're tagged in this video um follow me on all social media platforms at george mossy george mossy.com anywhere you get your podcast um type in the george mossy show and it'll come up and we will talk to you guys tomorrow night. Everyone have a wonderful night. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.